It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Success and failure on my 20 New Year's resolutions from 2023. Hey, what's up? It's Will Kane of the Will Kane Podcast. You can catch the Will Kane Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Fox News Podcast, or wherever you get your audio entertainment. And you can watch the Will Kane Podcast on Rumble or on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at cwillkane or on X at willkane. Last year on Instagram, I published. 20 New Year's resolutions that I hope to accomplish in 2023. Ambitious, I know. So how did I do? Let's review. A review of my very ambitious New Year's resolutions for 2023. Somehow, gripped by inspiration. Last year, I decided to put it all on Front Street. Stream of consciousness, I typed out on Instagram my resolutions for 2023. Not normally a big guy on resolutions, but I thought maybe there was something about accountability, about putting it out there for you that might make me go for it, might make me execute, might move me from inspiration to action. So I pounded out with my little thumbs on my phone into Instagram and published 20 New Year's resolutions. So I thought, let's take a look back one year later and see how I did, see how far I got, how many successes and how many failures when you have 20 New Year's resolutions. Let's go through them one by one. Number one, spend more time with my family, spend less time on my phone. I have a love-hate relationship with my phone. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. In part, I feel guilty for not doing it enough. I have many people in my life that tell me, will you need to tweet more? Will you need to post more? Will you need to be on Instagram? Will you need to be somewhere pushing your content? And there's just something about it that I don't love. And so I feel guilty for not being on my phone, for not publishing much of what we talk about here together on the Will Kane podcast or any random thought I have out on X. But at the same time, I feel guilty for how much time I spend on my phone. It probably makes me no different than any of you. I don't even want to look at how many hours a day my face is buried into whatever. Internet, Safari, Chrome, Twitter, Instagram. It's a horrific loss of time. It's a horrific sacrifice of life. I mean, literally, how many hours am I pouring into just being a voyeur? Just seeing someone else's life on Instagram, reading someone else's thoughts on X, reading some article on Orange Bloods or Inside Texas. How much time am I losing inside my phone or my iPad? But yet I feel like I need to be putting more time into that device professionally and less time into that device familially. And and family, by the way, I think has gone well in 2023. I think I've spent 
never enough, but quite a bit of time with my boys, with my wife. As life evolves, time with family largely centers around the end of the day. And for me and my wife, much of that means spending time with our boys in the car, commuting to practice. We have a practice almost every night of the week. I think our one night where we don't have a practice is Tuesday. And so Tuesdays are the nights when we're home together with me being gone almost every Friday and Saturday. It's Sunday nights and Tuesday nights that become family night. And then on top of that, just dinner to the extent that we can get the four of us around the dinner table, just dinner and maybe a little bit of that time after dinner when you're not saying do your homework. And so that time you realize is precious, literally that hour. And it probably only amounts to about an hour to an hour and a half of dinner or time after dinner when you get to spend that time together. And I think that's the time I need to focus on. If I'm going to do better, if I'm going to spend less time on my phone in service of my family, it has to be around that window of dinner during and after dinner. I know, I know, it's a great sin to ever bring your phone to the dinner table, reminded as such by my wife. But I can't just immediately go for the phone after dinner either. That's when you got to spend your quality time. So I'm going to be honest with myself and with you. Even though I may feel guilt, guilt is nothing. Guilt is a emotion that you use as a personal penance for not taking action. It doesn't help anything. And somehow by feeling guilty, we think we have paid the price, but we haven't paid the price. The price was paid in the hours spent with our nose in the phone. Guilt is only a reminder, but that's all it is. It's a reminder. It's not an accomplishment. So I'm going to be honest with you and with myself. When it comes to spending less time off my phone and more time with my family, I give myself a fail. Number two, hunt ducks. This was probably at the time which I issued this resolution, right after I'd gone duck hunting in January of last year in Southern Oklahoma. And ever since I was a teenager, this has been one of my favorite hobbies, probably surfing and duck hunting. I don't care how cool it is. I don't care if anybody else enjoys these hobbies. I don't need to talk about it with someone who doesn't understand. I just enjoy the activity. I have grown up hunting deer hunting quail, hunting dove. I was an outfitter in Montana for elk. But there's nothing I loved more than sitting in a duck blind on a cold morning, blowing into a call, doesn't matter how well, hanging out with the boys at night at the camp and sitting around a campfire. I love everything about duck hunting. It's the perfect ratio of patience to action. You don't sit quietly and hope to just see something, as is often the case in big game hunting. You don't have to constantly be shooting. And it's not just target practice like it is with Dove. It's patience. It's stealthiness at times. But you can also have a conversation. It sounds awesome when ducks are dropping in on your head. And then you all go together with an adrenaline rush, standing up and firing and seeing a duck fold into the water. It is incredible. I love duck hunting, but I only went once in 2023. Now, I have spent some time on my phone or on my iPad focused on duck hunting, looking for the right gun. Do I get an A400 or Super Black Eagle? And as of recently, looking for a spot. 
in North Texas or so- Southern Oklahoma to make my spot to go duck hunting. But let's be real. That's about things I might, might be able to accomplish in 2024 or 2025. So for 2023, I give myself a fail. Number three, more photos with my wife. This was a resolution based upon the fact that looking back over my pictures for a year, there's a lot of me and my boys. There's a lot of my boys. There's even a lot of just me professionally, but there's just not a lot of photos for me and my wife. And it's because she is the family photographer. And honestly, it's not just about inspiration, meaning it's not just that it doesn't occur to me. It's also an outsourcing of responsibility. Because she's been the family photographer, I don't have that little alarm bell going off in my head. Hey, we should take a picture with all of us in the picture. Instead, it's her with the alarm bell going off. We should take a picture. Hey, boys, get together. And as a result, she's never in the picture. And I realized this a year ago. And again, it illustrates a difference between inspiration and action. I was never inspired enough to stop outsourcing the responsibility. I don't think I have any more pictures this year with my wife, but I'm sure I have a lot of pictures professionally or with my boys or of my boys. So when it comes to taking pictures with my wife, fail. Number four. Read more books, less Twitter. Honestly, I can't remember the last book that I read. Now, let me tell you something. I read books, but here's what happens for me. I often have to read books for this show, for the Will Kane podcast. I'll have a guest come on. They want to talk about their book, and I will read the book, whether or not it's the autobiography of Stephen A. Smith or it's the latest book on Frederick Douglass by Brian Kilmeade, and I will read those books. But for some reason, those don't count in my head as reading books over Twitter. I need to be reading books that I want to read. And that's not to say anything for the guys that appear on this show and I read books in service of this program. It's just, it's a different mindset when at the end of the day, you read a book instead of what I have done, which is turn on Netflix or Amazon Prime or Peacock or any of the other. I don't know how many subscriptions and I don't know how many shows and I don't know how many movies I watch in a hotel room in New York City or at the end of the day in Texas. Honestly, I don't even think Twitter was my vice in pulling me away from books. I think it was streaming shows and movies. In fact, I'll tell you something. Tonight, my wife and I have talked about it. You know what I'm looking forward to doing? I'm looking forward to my wife and I having a night, no soccer practice. The boys are both going to be out doing something. It's one of these rare nights where it's just me and my wife. And we said, let's watch Killers of the Flower Moon, which, by the way, happens to be a book that I did read. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, I believe Robert De Niro, about the Osage Indians in Oklahoma, who are one of the few Indian tribes to own their own mineral rights. And at one time in the early 1900s, were some of the richest people in America until they were swindled out of their mineral rights by ne'er-do-well attorneys in a murder plot and scheme and marriage, intermarriage into the tribe in order to get these mineral rights. I'm looking forward to watching Killers of the Flower Moon. 
but I watched Fauda, five seasons of Fauda about Israel Hamas. I watched, I don't even know how many different movies, and not all of them just escapist, in which I did watch Barbie. And man, that was a waste. Honestly, it was just a waste. Enough people had said to me, oh, no, no, it's fun. You're going to enjoy Barbie. I didn't. I don't know the message. I'm not mad at Barbie. I don't think it was some big hidden political message that I can't fully articulate. It just was a waste. And that's the thing. I wasted time on a lot of movies that I don't even remember today that I can tell you I watched instead of reading a quality book. That's going to change in 2024. For 2023, that resolution, books over Twitter, fail. If we're keeping track, that's four so far, all a fail. We'll be right back with more of the Will Cain Podcast. The world of business moves fast. Stay on top of it with the Fox Business Rundown every Monday and Friday. Listen to the Fox Business Rundown starting May 20th at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Number five. Get in shape to swim the New York City seal swim. I knew as early as last January, that I had committed myself verbally some six months prior to a bunch of Navy SEALs that I would join them on their swim from Liberty State Park in New Jersey to the Statue of Liberty, then to Ellis Island, then finally to Manhattan. We would do 100 push-ups and 22 pull-ups at every interval, every stage, three stages all together. Totaling a three-mile swim, a two-mile run, 300 push-ups, and 66 pull-ups. And I did that along with my friend and co-host, Pete Hegseth, in August. In fact, I did it twice when invited in July of 2023 to do a practice swim with the organizer, Bill Brown, former Navy SEAL. I said, yeah, why not? So we got up early one morning when I was in New York City, and we, along with a third individual just did it on our own. And I loved everything about this. Everything. I loved the training leading up to it. I loved getting back in the water. It'd been years since I trained. And I swam in a pool, outdoor pool. Loved that in Dallas. And the event itself was amazing. Yes, it's awesome to hang out with Navy SEALs and Army Rangers and first responders. It's awesome to do something with your buddy in Hegseth. It's more awesome than I can relay to swim under the Statue of Liberty, to run down the streets of Manhattan carrying an American flag as the New York City Fire Department has firemen, fire injured, and bagpipes lining the streets along with New Yorkers clapping, playing music, and cheering you on as you run to the 9-11 Memorial. It's physical. It's spiritual. If you have a chance and you can sign up, if you can get in and pass the test swims and be one of the 250 people registered to participate in the New York City SEAL swim, I highly encourage it. And if you do, I want to know I'm going to do it again in 2024. And perhaps we can do it together. Maybe if we can put together a group of listeners of the Will Kane podcast who are part of a team who do this together. I'm doing it again in 2024. And that one was a success. 
2023. Number six, go on a surf trip. I did this. I'm now two or three years consecutively in a row taking a surf trip with my brothers. We've gone to Mexico this year. We went to El Salvador. And let me tell you something. It's rough. I mean, Mexico is one thing. Another thing is El Salvador. The water was rough. The community was rough. Everything was rough. But it was still awesome. I told you, there's just some hobbies. I don't care. I don't care if it's cool. I just love it. And I don't even care if I'm good. I don't care if I'm a good duck hunter. I don't care if I'm a good surfer. I want to do it. I love sitting on the water. I love having the ocean roll under your board as you wait for just the right wave. I love paddling and catching and riding nature. And I even don't mind the fall, tumbling under the water for just long enough to make you uncomfortable. I love being in the sun. I love being on the beach. I love being quiet. I love talking with my brothers as we sit out on the water. I love going to Mexico or El Salvador or Nicaragua and having a cold beer at an outdoor bar where nobody speaks English. I surfed in Hawaii as well. I always do in the summer, but I'm dedicated to trying to continue this on a yearly basis to take a surf trip. So that for 2023, a success. Number seven, book a getaway, no kids. Now, this has come to me as a suggestion more than once from my co-host on Fox and Friends, Rachel Campos Duffy. She has nine kids. And she said to me, you have to take time. You have to take a trip. You have to get away from your kids. You've got to prioritize your relationship with your wife. And I know that she's right. And I know that she's pulling it off with nine kids. But I'm not pulling this off. Every trip we take, we took a trip this year to Spain. We went to New Mexico. We went to Hawaii this year. Almost every trip that I take is either for business or with the entire family. And I've got to book a getaway with my wife. And maybe it's a beach vacation for a couple of days or a week. Or maybe it's just a night getaway. And you know what I didn't even pull off is very many dinners, just the two of us. Got to reinstate. Got to instate a date night. Got to spend some time just together because I guess as much emphasis I place on family, the core foundation of the family is the marriage, is the two of you. And you have to spend time together. You know, even with all of your focus on raising the next generation, on raising your kids and raising your boys, it doesn't work if you don't work. And we work and we are, I have a wonderful marriage and we communicate. We don't get away, just the two of us. That's a fail for 2023. Number eight, grow my beard back. Well, does vacation count? Every vacation, every time I wasn't on air, and a lot of times during the week, if I'm not on air between Fox and Friends weekend, I'm growing it. I'm not shaving. That doesn't count. I'm still giving in to the man. The minute the man calls, out comes the razor. I mean, I try to push it like a, like a kid who is just rebellious enough to break the rules and before the first reprimand. I mean, I'll grow it out just enough that the makeup can't cover it. Just enough that there's a hint under makeup. 
I'm never truly pushing the lines. You don't see the salt and pepper, which it is. You don't see the salt and pepper beard. But I'm ready. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm ready emotionally. I'm not ready to push back on the man. So I failed at growing the beard in 2023. Number nine. Seriously. No, I mean, I'm serious. Get in shape. So I was in good shape in the months leading up to and around the New York City seal swim. I was swimming, you know, 3,000 yards three times a week. I was in the pool three hours a week. I was lifting. I did not keep up CrossFit in 2023. At the beginning of the year last year, I got into a group that was in a rowing competition on the, remember me talking about this, C2 rower, you know, not on the water, on the gym, on the floor, a rowing machine. And I did that for approximately nine weeks. And that culminated in a big competition at the end to see how you improved over, it was three rows a week. And they were tough. Uh, if you remember talking about it, it was tough. So I was in good shape at the end of that rowing competition, which basically meant from January to March, I was pushing myself into getting into this shape through the competition of rowing. The minute that it ended in March, I probably took a month off before the seal swim got into my head and I started to feel pressure and concern, not just about doing well in the seal swim, but the vanity of being shirtless on television in front of a national audience on Fox and Friends. So I started working out pretty good again in April or May. But during the interim period, not good. And then when the SEAL swim was over, I had an excuse in the beginning because there was the Maui fire and I poured myself into that story. It took away from everything else in my life, but I never picked it back up. Basically, all fall working out has been fits and spurts. It's been not good. And I can't look at you in the eye today and say I'm in good shape. So the lesson there, what I learned is I have to sign up for things. I got to be a part of a program. I'm just not enough of a routine guy to say I'm going to stay in shape because I stay in shape. If I have things I'm working towards, I can build the habit of continuously maintaining it. And I did two of those things in 2023. And I'm going to talk about this in a future episode of the Will Kane podcast when we set new resolutions for 2024. But the lesson, the takeaway for me is sign up, sign up. And you need to at least sign up for three things that are hanging over your head that you got to work towards to get in shape. I don't know if it's a marathon. I don't know if it's a seal swim. I don't know if it's a rowing competition, but whatever it is, I have to have a target so that I can keep my arrow pointed in the right direction. So I'm going to give myself on this half sex, half success, half failure on seriously getting in shape. Number 10. Pour even more emotional energy into the Dallas Cowboys, Texas Longhorns, Texas Rangers, Dallas Mavericks, and Dallas Stars. This is a resounding success. I proverbially, and I'd like to give myself for literally, knocked this one out of the ballpark. Texas Rangers, 2023. World Series champion. I poured myself into every inning, every pitch of the playoffs. 
I went to several regular season Rangers games. And even though I was there and it was exciting and we saw them winning, I never saw it coming, which made it one of the best sports years of my life. And here's the deal. It's not over. I have the Texas Longhorns, who I've rode and died with for more than 20 years, in the college football semifinal. I have them in the college football playoff. And I could end this whole experience, this 2023 season, with two championships. I don't think I'm going to probably get one out of the Dallas Mavericks, so I will get a nice playoff run. I don't think I'm going to get one out of the Dallas Cowboys, so I'll get a nice playoff run. I don't know. I just went to a Dallas Stars game. I don't know what I'll get by the end of the year from the Dallas Stars. But I might have... I, we'll see. We'll see. I might get two national championships, and I'm already guaranteed one the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Success. Number 11, give it away. Give away my energy. Give away my time. Give away my money. Give away love. There's a lot of different things that happen in a person's life. Some big, some small. There are so many different opportunities in life to give yourself away. And... This year presented me with a big opportunity to give myself away. It was the Maui fire. In the beginning, it was about reporting and telling the truth and telling exactly what happened in that story. Then it became, how can we help? How can we rebuild? To this day, it is something that takes up a good amount of my time in that because of your generosity, we raised almost $2.6 million. We've been giving away $12,000 grants, identifying families who lost everything. I've talked to almost, not all, but almost all of them on the phone, reaching out, hearing their situation, hearing their needs, ensuring that it's real, that it's not going to a bad situation. I spent the month of August and September helping to put together that flight generously donated by the Las Vegas Sands Corporation filled with goods to land and distribute in Maui. I'm not telling you this because, you know, it's this huge pat on my back. I made a promise to myself to give myself away. And I don't know. I don't know if I did it in all the little ways that we all need to be doing it on a regular basis. Am I giving away enough love? Am I giving away enough money? And I probably need to do a better job on a regular, everyday, habitual, small basis. But I know that when something big came along, I gave it all. And the point I'm getting at with that is, it just gets to a moment where it's just about action. And I learned so much. I learned so much about action, about being unqualified, about being an expert, about just doing. I learned it from people like Green Beret Scott Mann. I learned it from the amazing volunteers in in, um, Operation Lahaina, the founders of Pineapple Express that put together Task Force Lahaina. I learned it from you that donated money. I learned it from the Las Vegas Sands Corporation. Just do it. 
whatever it is, do it. When the opportunity presents itself big or small, don't think. Don't plan. Don't analyze. Don't question yourself. Just do it. Just give, give, give. Don't go anywhere. More of the Will Cain podcast right after this. Number 12, purpose. Focus on purpose. Because in large part of that story in Maui, I do feel like I've focused well on purpose. And what I think I've learned about purpose is you're never going to sit down like some 22-year-old, soon-to-be college graduate, and figure out your career. I often give that advice when there's like college kids that talking to me. I said, don't sit here and have this quarter-life crisis. You're not going to figure out the next 50 years. The answer to why you're on this earth and what you're supposed to do isn't going to come to you in the middle of the night or in a moment of reflection. It's not going to be as though the light switch just comes on. It's only going to come to you over time through action. And it's about outflow. Purpose in the end is about outflow. What I mean by that is it's not about incoming. It's not about what you bring in, how much you make how much you get, how much you can hoard, what things you own, how much love you can receive. It's about how much you push out. I really mean that. That's purpose. And maybe that purpose comes to you at times through the process of business. How much good business can you do? How much good can you do in business? Sometimes it's through charity. Sometimes it's through being neighborly. But it really is, I think, purpose. Purpose, no matter what it is, our career, our family, There's inside each one of those things, right? Inside each one of those forms in our life, our friendships, our relationships, our work, our families. I think the purpose, I don't come to you from a place of like expertise. Trust me, I'm full of humility on this and I'll learn and maybe I'll learn I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be different, but I think it's found in the outflow. There's nothing more fulfilling, nothing. No amount of money that I've ever earned, no career achievement that I've achieved, no promotion I've gotten that has ever been as fulfilling as what I've been able to push into outflow. I think that is purpose. I think that was a success. Number 13, focus on God. We're just going to take a minute to reflect on the fact that I once again have it at number 13. Last year when I made my resolutions, it was at number 17. And Hegseth and many of you are like, come on, Will, that needs to be number one. This wasn't any type of prioritized list. It was stream of consciousness. And as I went through it today, I'm like, I'm not going to reformat it just to make myself look better. Let's talk about God. I think I definitely did focus more on God this year. I can't tell you that means I'm in church every Sunday. You see me on Fox and Friends every Sunday morning. I'm not going to tell you that's been spent with a lot of time reading through Scripture. We'll talk more about that when I talk about next year's New Year's resolutions. I'm not going to pretend that I'm consistent. I'm not going to pretend that I'm good at the actual practice, and it does need to be a practice, just like staying fit. It needs to be habitual and daily. But I am going to tell you that I think with increasing frequency in my life over time, my focus has been on God. Meaning, why is this in my life? What does this opportunity mean? What am I supposed to do? Where do I turn for wisdom? Increasingly, all of those answers have been found back with a focus 
on God. I will humbly say there was growth and therefore there was success. Number 14, get back to Montana. You know I love Montana. Montana is one of my homes outside of Texas, along with probably Hawaii and maybe, maybe New York. But New York will never have a place in my heart outside of my memory with my kids and my wife that I have for Montana. And I did not get back to Montana. I didn't go for elk season. I didn't go for friends and family. I did not get back to Montana. Fail. Number 15. Play more golf. Play golf at least eight times. Well, I played golf once, and it was like I've always played golf. It was about drinking, and I wasn't very good by the fifth hole. And if we're being honest, I wasn't very good from the first hole. So what did it hurt that I was five beers in by the fifth hole? There was a chance it was going to improve my game. I got to figure out how to take golf seriously. I don't know. I don't have the time. I really don't. And I don't have, if we're being real, I don't have the passion to give it the time. But I still want to. I hate missing out on golf trips with my friends. I hate that. Oh, I don't, I don't play golf. Say, so you can tell sometimes, like, I'll meet a guy, hey, do you play golf? And he's probably, and I, maybe it's a guy I like, and he's leading me somewhere. It's like, the next thing is, if I say yes, I get an invitation. And I say, nah, not really. And you go, oh, he goes, oh. Oh, I don't want to be there. I don't want that. I want to play golf. But it's just not happening. I did play golf enough to realize how I can get better. And I did get better. I don't think it was because of the beers. I think it was because I realized I'm always trying to kill the ball. I know that sounds elementary, but it's just like the worse I got, the more I focused and gripped and tried to rip through it. I mean, turn your hands, follow through, tabletop, control your backswing. No, just slow it down. Don't kill it. Just club face on the ball. And if you just hit it a little ways, at least you hit a little ways straight. Versus trying to hit it 20% more and it's spraying every which way or you're hitting the grass. Just slow it down. Chill out. As they say, everybody says, everybody's an expert. Let the club face do the work. That's your expertise in golf from a guy who plays golf once a year. Fail. Number 16, spend more time with friends. Matthew McConaughey in um, his book, Green Lights, talked about, he's talked about all the sort of the, the stools, the legs on the stool. You know, faith, family, friends, career. Friends are just one of those. They're one of those stools. They're one of those foundations. You know, I do think there's a thing with men as we get older. Like, how many people do you count as good friends? Seriously, and it gets smaller. And I remember that with my dad. I do. I just think I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, have it narrowed down. Maybe have one, two, three at most friends. I don't want that. But it does get harder. I mean, listen. I still see my buddies in New York when I'm up there because I'm kind of a single guy in New York. I have beers with Hegseth numerous times a year, and we've gotten to be very good friends. I still see my New York friends and meet up for a beer. So I have that time. And I see my Texas friends, and that's been great. because These are my lifelong friends. And friends are, this is your foundation. You know? I mean, me, I says <laughs> the other day to a guy, you know the worst version of me. And that's why we don't have any choice but for this to be a lifelong friendship. It's important and it requires work. I'm horrific at texting. The good thing for anybody to know is it's not personal because I do it to everybody. I'm horrific at responding. 
I got to be better. You, you got to text, you got to call, you got to do things. I got to do better with my friends. I give myself a fail. Number 17, no sugar, eat clean. I tried at the beginning of the year. Some of you, I met you, I've meet, met many of you in person, told me you did 75 hard. What'd I make it? 42 days on 75 hard? And then after that, it was off and running. And let me tell you something. I had my vices throughout the year. I went through my thing with nicotine, whatever. Sugar's been hard. And it's been pretty consistent presence. And carbs. So no, no, I did not eat clean. No, I have to be honest, fail. Number 18, a little less booze. You know what? Do you know what? This one, success. I cut back. I did. And it's not even a thing. I, I have a drink once or twice a week. That's, that's, that's about what I do now. You know, there was a time when it was like, well, that's the end of the day. That's the wind down, have a cocktail. And that's probably when I said this, a little less booze. And it was hard in the beginning. It's not hard now. I don't want to drink at the end of the day. I know a lot of you do. And I've talked to some of you, some of my buddies that listen. And it's just the ritual at the end of the day. And I get the end of the day ritual. I did. That was part of the nicotine thing. And that's part of the sugar thing. And the end of the day ritual is tough. And you got to have something. I do. I do. I'm a man. I believe in rituals. So there's got to be something after dinner. But it can't, it doesn't, it can't be nicotine. It shouldn't be booze. Can't have a cookie. Got to find a good ritual after dinner. But I did not make in 2023 it for most of the year. Booze. That's success. A little less booze. Number 19. Less self, more others. Just a little less ambition. A little focus on, less focus on me. More focus on other people. This has been the biggest area of growth for me this year. It is. There's a lot of ways I failed. I failed to like stay in shape. I failed to eat right. I failed to spend more time with my friends. I failed to get good at golf or spend more time duck hunting. I did see growth personally in giving myself away and focusing less on myself, on thinking more about others. Number 20, finally, be out in Texas. I just got back the other day from driving all around Texas. And let me tell you something. I love Texas. I also have at this point realized what I love the most and where I love the most. And you know what? As it turns out, as much wanderlust as I had as a kid, and that wanderlust explained, it, it, it applied to everywhere. I wanted to get to the hill country, live in the Texas hill country and hunt deer down there. You know, I wanted to go to Austin. My favorite part of Texas is exactly where I'm from, North Texas, Grayson County, Cook County, Montague County, the Red River. I strove all through North Texas and Southern Oklahoma looking for a duck spot. And I love it. I'd love just the amount that it rolls. I love just the hills, the perfect hills in my mind of one of my favorite towns in Texas, St. Joe. Love St. Joe, Texas. Population 800. Munster, little German town in Texas. I love Texas. I spent more time out in North Texas, tooling around, driving in the country, fishing, sometimes hunting. Not enough. It's never enough. But I did spend more time out in Texas. Success. So that's my 20 New Year's resolutions that were entirely too ambitious. What's the tally? The way I see it, nine and a half successes, ten and a half failures. 
But in the end, that was the point in being ambitious. Was I going to go 20 for 20? Probably not. And here's the thing. I probably made progress on almost all of them. And that's kind of the point. Just to get better. Just to do better. I don't have to get 100 on every test. As long as I'm better than I was before. The day before, the month before, the year before. I have some ideas of how to be even better in the progress in 2024. We'll talk about that in coming episodes of the Will Came Podcast. But this exercise, honestly, 20 New Year's resolutions, I think, success. I hope you had a great 2023. Email me at willcamepodcast at fox.com. Let me know about your year. Let me know your resolutions from last year. And as we get ready for next week, our resolutions for 2024. Happy New Year. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members, you can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. The world of business moves fast. Stay on top of it with the Fox Business Rundown every Monday and Friday. Listen to the Fox Business Rundown starting May 20th at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.